Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. Katie with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. And in this episode, I want to talk about your ideal customer. A lot of times we get into a space where we just want to serve all the animals with all the spines. And not to say there's anything wrong with that, uh, but you do a much better job at um, your social presence and your branding if you target a niche within your niche. So say you're an animal chiropractor and you only want to see older dogs, or say you're an animal chiropractor and you only want to see performance horses. What is the niche that you want to work with and what does your ideal customer look like? It's important to know this so that way you can um, develop your content for that consumer. But first, a quick word from our sponsors, iPoint Touch. You get up early each morning, you leave your house because you have a passion in your heart to serve the animals in your community. But it's not easy being an entrepreneur. You didn't dream about this life full of stress. When you come home, you should be at home. When you're at work, you should be at work. You shouldn't have to come home and work. You know, your passion keeps you focused on the next patient. You know, there are so many more stories of healing and you can't wait to get started touching lives and meeting new owners. But, you know, there's not all those endless hours for you to do that admin work. So iPoint Touch understands the passion um, and they want to help create solutions for you. So that way you can make the impossible possible and you can spend time touching lives and not spending endless hours doing admin work. To learn learn a little bit more about their systems for integrated veterinary medicine, go to iPointTouch.com and schedule a time with Carmi. She's going to give you the attention you deserve, offer a guiding hand, and decrease your stress. So that way you can focus on what's important. Hey guys, this is Dr. Katie with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, and today we're going to be talking about statistics, the fancy good stuff. Um, But it is important that when you are tailoring your message, say you are starting your social media presence and you want to reach out to pet parents, that you reach out to ones that you want to serve, not just everybody. It is important that you tailor your message to the type of people you want to serve, so that way you don't quickly run into uh, your practice turning into a job. You want it to be a passion and you want to enjoy what you're doing. And in order for that to happen, you have to attract the right kind of people. So we're going to talk about how you need to attract those people and what you need to look for um, in your uh, metrics of who you're attracting. Um, So if you have a Facebook page um, or any kind of social media, there should be a tracking uh, feature to where you can see Uh, what type of people are looking at your page and um, impressions and um, all likes and we're not going to get into all that today but what type of people um, are looking at your practice and there should be um, several parameters um, that the the social media content will spit out at you to let you know but the biggest ones uh, we're going to talk about today are going to be gender age socioeconomic status, their college education, and potentially their interest and and or products they are buying as well. So you know how Facebook, sometimes you go and look at someone's profile and you see that they um, like barrel racing and they buy back on track boots or something like that. So, and they're 30 and um, they're a female and you get all these like 
it, it's literally just a giant Excel spreadsheet. That's what social media is. And it's a really good time to market through social media because they, um, can filter people based upon what their interests are. The whole thing about why social media is so interesting and so addictive is because it feeds you what you're already interested in. So it's confirmation by a bias at its at its extreme, right? It literally just gives you more and more content based upon what you like and who you are and your your statistics of uh, you know all these metrics, right? So when you are considering these, it is important that you realize my ideal customer is a 30-year-old female who is a yoga dog mom, and uh, she is college-educated and makes over $100,000 a year, um, and what have you. So you fill out these metrics in your mind, so that way you can tailor your message to that when you're making social media posts. We don't just want to uh, throw spaghetti and hope it hits the wall and it sticks. We want to make sure that we're tailoring our message to that type of person. So the certain things I want you to consider is gender and age. Um, a lot of people that are younger, hate to say this, but they're a little bit more forward thinking. And especially your females, uh, a lot of times, just stereotypically, they make the health decisions of the family. So I find um, I target my information more towards the female demographic and towards younger females under 40 um, is where I get most of my hits per se on my website just because those females are, you know, their their kids are their babies and uh, they're making the health decisions in the family. So they're the ones I want to talk to with my message. Secondly, I want to consider our socioeconomic standing. Um, and college can filter into this. Sometimes people with college educations make more money. Um, and not to say I'm discriminating at all, but uh, that person that makes $40,000 a year might not be so interested in quality life care for their dog uh, versus someone that makes over $120,000 a year. It might be more of a priority for people that have a little bit uh, more um, passive, not passive income, expendable income uh, for them to spend on their animal. Um, if you have somebody that is literally living paycheck to paycheck, not to say they don't want to pay for it, but they just might not be your ideal consumer if you are considering, I want reoccurring maintenance patients. So we have to shift our mindset to, I don't want to cater to everybody if I know that their goals of maintenance for their pet isn't in their uh, budget, right? So it is important that we target someone who has expendable income to pay for their pet to have good quality of life. And that is congruent with what your mission is. Secondly, we want to consider their interest in other products that they may be interested in. So for example, if you want to treat barrel racers or you want to treat eventers, what type of products are they buying? Or if you want to work with agility dogs or, you know, fly ball dogs, what are things they're buying? Or what are things they're also interested in? I find a lot of times for performance dogs, they do all the events. So sometimes they do obedience and rally and fly ball and agility. They do all the things. So a lot of times they go to uh, certain facilities, dog training facilities, or sometimes they go to certain dog stores and like that's their place, right? So you want to know where those people are already going so maybe you can target those places when you're doing your marketing. So for example, there's a dog food store here in Dallas that does um, holistic dog food, right? And all the performance clients go there for their dog treats, for their dog training. Um, and because a lot of performance people feed, you know, raw diets and your opinion aside from that. But if you want to work on performance clients, uh, sometimes they're looking for these raw feeding, uh, dehydrated, um, you know, natural food uh, treats for when they're doing their training. So I would go 
to the dog food store and I would talk to the staff of the dog food store and say, hey, this is the type of clients I work on and I know that you see a lot of them. So if there's anything I can do to serve that type of client, let me know, right? So you're building relationships based upon your ideal client and what they're already looking for. Where are they already going to be? What are they already interested in? And let me just go do more of that, right? And then secondly, along that same vein is what are vets they're already using? If you consider that you don't have to just go find patients and pull them out of a hat and try and get them into your practice, but instead you go to the vets they're already using with vets that have the same principles that you are interested in, like maintenance care and routine vet visits and uh, performance optimization or you know whatever it may be, you have that goal in mind and that vet is along the same philosophy as you. So maybe you should just go to that vet who is already seeing your type of patient and see if you guys can be friends, right? Because then you can have a synergistic relationship with one another, right? So build these relationship with vets that are already seeing the type of animals that you want to treat. And it might be a good uh, relationship for you, one, to have a vet to send these people to, and two, for that vet to have someone to send to for chiropractic services, right? And then three, uh, this is a big one for me because I personally don't like reactive care and I've got myself into um, a rut lately because I want to help and serve everybody. Um, but I think my um, content that I put out is more for reactive care. This is how I can help back pain. This is how I can help hip dysplasia. And I go based upon like things that come to my mind because those are the people things ask about. However, I'm talking about reactive care. So once your pet already has this condition, then I can help you, right? Um, we want to shift maybe our mindset towards more maintenance care patients. So puppies and performance pets, pre preventing injuries, right? If you are interested in reactive care, you can have a very, very busy practice like I do, right? I have a very busy practice. However, it's not congruent with my philosophy of I just want to see a pet and um, encourage their body to be in an optimal state of wellness. I want to just make quick adjustments and not have to always hear about how much pain they're in. I want to keep them living um, and performing at their best and I want to see them at regular intervals at least every two months to make sure that they're staying at their best. I don't want to just see them when they're in pain. So if you know that, if you know that you're more of a maintenance-minded person, if you're a chiropractor, you usually are, um, then you need to make your content specific to maintenance type clients instead of reactive type clients. Because if you see that on social, you're putting out reactive content and wondering in your practice, why are you only seeing reactive care type of patients? Well, then you're going to get frustrated and you're going to wonder why. And it's right there in your social media. That's all you're talking about is reacting to certain complaints when you could be talking more about maintenance and how to increase performance and decrease injury and improve the body's ability to function, right? So it is important that we take these um, parameters and uh, objectives in mind because we have our ideal consumer. Maybe it's that 30-year-old female yeah, mom that, uh, you know, female that does yoga and she has two golden doodles. Or maybe it's, um, you know, that person who's 25 and wants to ride their horse up to Grand Prix. Or, you know, what is the ideal consumer who is going to be choosing your business and start extrapolating what's their gender, what's their age, what's their socioeconomic status, do they go to college, what are their interests, what are other products they're buying, who are the vets they are already going to, and are they reactive or are they proactive with their pet's health care? 
I hope this gave you an idea on, um, okay, these are certain things I need to think about prior to making, making content for my social media. So that way you can um, successfully reach out to these people and watch your practice literally blossom into the type of practice that you actually want versus just working again at a different job that you don't like because there's people that you don't want to work with and we don't want to perpetuate that cycle. When you're building your practice, you want to build the practice that you want your way with the people you want to actually be there. And um, I don't want you to run into a place to where you're not living your, you know, your dream and your passion uh, the way you want to, because maybe you run out of ideas for content and you just talk about something that literally isn't something that you actually want to treat. Although you can treat it, you can help with hip dysplasia or knee pain or kissing spine, or even though you can't help those things, Maybe your goal isn't just to only see reactive care patients. And it's important that your message on your social media reflect that. So this is Dr. Katie with Making Strides for Animal Cairo. If there's anything I can do to help you in your practice, please reach out. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Making Strides for Animal Cairo. And I really look forward to increasing um, the animal care practic profession as a whole. If you have a friend that's an animal chiropractor or a student is interested in learning more about how to grow their practice, please share this with a friend and uh, let them know they're not alone. And we are here for them and we want to support you as you serve all the animals. So until next time, we'll talk soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.